Hello, and welcome to Everyday Joy and Pain. It's a daily music podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schrader. Today, it's Wednesday, May 27th. And our artist of the day is uh, maybe the most... um, influential or well-known artist we've talked about so far it's hard to say they're like definitely like well-known to maybe the punk rock world or a certain age group maybe my age group i'm gen x hello (laughs) Um, towards the end of gen x it's the minutemen uh and the and the and the first song we're going to listen to is History Lesson Part 2. It's one of their more well-known songs as well. But I figured um if you don't know about the Minutemen aka Minutemen, they're not the Minutemen, they're Minutemen. Now you can know. It's and to me I really love the band's music. It's super um Uh, unique for the time and for the genre that they were part of, which was punk rock, really, or post-punk, maybe, Um, post-hardcore, I don't know. But um, they did not sound like any other band in that field at all. Um, I love their music, but to me, it's even more so about... um, the people in the band and just like the relationships there and the, what they represented and what they put out into the world and the openness, which they clearly lived with each other and, and the way they approach things. Okay. Minutemen were a band composed of, uh, D Boone. He played guitar and he sang Mike Watt played bass also sang sometimes, and then the drummer George Hurley. D. Boone and Mike Watt became friends when they were 13 years old. They lived in San Pedro, California. And I worked <laughs> one summer um, in maybe 1996 or something in San Pedro, kind of specifically because I knew Mike Watts still lived there and I wanted to like see him around the town. It wasn't that far from where I live, but it's like a working class, um, immigrant heavy, like Harbor town, very different than the rest of LA. Like it's super unique and its own little world there. But, um, Boone and Watt were just incredible friends with each other. There's a movie about this band, a documentary movie called We Jam Akano, and I highly recommend it to anyone. It's just a beautiful story about um, friendship and music and people playing together. Um, and when that comes to an end, uh, it makes me cry every time I've seen it, and I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, it's really beautiful. So <laughs> the thing that is unique about D Boone and Mike Watt and George Hurley, the Minutemen in the punk rock world is they just um punk rock was like so exclusionary and like we hate classic rock, we hate you know, we're not this, we 
<coughs> punk rock sounds like this, which is totally the case. Like the the politics and like gatekeeping around what is and what is not punk is just the worst thing about punk rock. Um, and they were like, this is pretty early in the punk rock history. They were always going against that. Like they were definitely a punk rock band, but they like played covers of like Steely Dan and Credence, which is stuff that was just hated by the punk rock, you know, elite or whatever. Um, they just were so unique. They, their sound was, they played super short songs. They had like jazz influences. D Boone's guitar is just like, either he's like strumming a million miles a minute and like Mike Watts bass is leading the melody of the songs, or he's like playing really like clean jazzy lines. It's just totally different. Um, yeah. So they would, their most successful album double nickels on the dime, which is what this first song is from has like 45 songs. It was a double album, but like just, they were all like a minute and a half, very, uh, varied from song to song, from style to style, just like, uh, really interesting lyrics from going from like political worker rights stuff to like, um, kind of abstract weirdness. (laughs) Um, you probably know, Minutemen song without knowing it. Their song Corona is the theme song for uh, Jackass, the MTV show, and which became three movies. <clears throat> Let's take a listen. Oh, also in the song that we're going to listen to, uh, a snippet of it was used on the first Sublime album in their song Waiting for My Ruka. So let's take, which is funny, but um, it's a really powerful little part that they chose. We'll talk about that when we come back. Here's History Lesson Part 2 by Minutemen. Rock. But I was E. Bloom, the 
Richard Hell, Joe Strummer, and John Doe. Me and Mike Watt playing a guitar. That is History Lesson Part 2 by Minutemen from their album Double Nickels on the Dime. And, of course, I was talking about, or the Sublime used the little sample of D. Boone saying, Punk Rock Saved My Life from the song, which is a powerful statement to me, and I feel like it's incredibly sincere from this band that could sometimes uh, work on multiple levels of sincerity or parody or satire. Um, but they when they needed to be, were incredibly sincere, like in, in the song. And I feel it so much. Like, D. Boone and Mike Watt, uh, you can tell, just always considered themselves as outsiders or or spoke from an otherness um, and so came to the punk rock world. But they, the thing that is so inspiring to me is, yes, they found a brotherhood or a, or a family in the punk rock world, but they came to it with such a greater openness and love than most of the other punk rock at the time. No, no diss punk rock. It was a powerful thing. But I just like the openness of these guys. They loved playing with each other. They clearly made each other better and like challenged each other and were like, they fit so well together. Um, after their album, Double Nickels on the Dime, they put out an album called Project Mersh. Mersh meaning commercial. Um, and they took the, kind of the intent was like, they had previously come to all their recordings uh, with this <laughs> Wee Jam Econo principle of um, recording really on the cheap, using uh, used tape and re recording things all directly in a row so they didn't have to do editing and recording only after midnight to get the cheap rates. So, but then they made this thing called Project Mersh. Um, it's a little bit more like layered and fleshed out using some instruments they had never used before, like trumpets and there's a synthesizer on there. Um, it, it's not that much more commercial. The songs might be a little bit longer, but of course the like fans were like, no, we don't want anything commercial. But here's a song from it. It's called Take Our Test. It is a little bit more of like a fully fleshed out pop song in terms it's got like verses and choruses, which the other ones didn't always have. Take a listen. Take our test from Project Mersh by the Minutemen.
vote yes for life in the big choice poll. I'll be glad I did. You're my organized by Nazis. Your heart, my conspiring. Close your eyes, open them, take our test. Close your eyes, open them, that's the chances. Close your eyes, open them, take our test. Close your eyes, open them, that's the chances. That's Take Our Test from Project Mersh by Minutemen. Yeah. And that came out in February 1985. Um, And everything that they put out came out on the SST label, also known for Black Flag and all kinds of other stuff, especially during that early 80s punk rock period. Um. The Minutemen story comes to an end later in 1985. They had um, just finished up a tour with R.E.M. uh, in December 1985, um, when a week or so later, D. Boone died in in an auto accident, car accident, van accident. Um, Just a total tragedy, and, um, you know, Mike Watt and George Hurley both went into like pretty heavy depression, stopped playing music for a while. Um, it was just, uh, you know, like D Boone was this like huge source of light. The interesting thing was this fire hose, excuse me, this Minutemen fan, Ed from Ohio, came out and knocked on Mike Watt's door and really encouraged him to get back into music. And so George Hurley and Mike Watt eventually started a band with Ed from Ohio called Firehose, and they put out a handful of really great albums. Mike Watt went on to do all kinds of stuff. Like he put out um, a solo album. Uh, in like 94 or something called Ball Hog or Tugboat, which was star-studded. Like all every everyone you can imagine was on this album. They did a big tour around that. I That was a fun show to see. I saw that show. <laughs> he also has like put out a bunch of solo albums, um, but also was, has been in The Stooges and played in Jay Maskus's band and and toured in Porno for Pyros and like played with Sonic Youth some and was on their album and um, has all these other projects, a two bass project with his former wife called Dose. Um, 
just a and a really influential person in music. Um, yeah, so a really inspiring career. And every once in a while, George Hurley and Mike Watt get together and play Minutemen songs as a two-piece, but they don't call it Minutemen. They think that would be not the right thing to do, um, which is beautiful. They're still friends. So yeah, I would recommend checking out the documentary, We Jam Okano. It gives a really beautiful picture of the relationship these guys had and what playing music together and can can really do. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for today on Everyday Joy and Pain. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care of yourself. Listen to music. It's good for you. Play some music. It's good for you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Pain in my heart. It's treating me cold.